0: What is up what's up fans how are you all doing I am here I am live I am back it is nice to be back it's actually very interesting to be back because I have the team that I cover versus my son Luka Doncic so unfortunately I'm conflicted because on one hand every time Luka make a Luka, but at the same time I want to cover the finals I saw Kevin Durant drop 50 before my very eyes last year I need to see the finals I want to see it. I need to talk to Doc after the finals. You know what I mean? But anyways, I'm here. I'm live. We are live on YouTube.com slash h Media TV, as well as we are live on our special guest page, Ms. Ashley Nicole, which I will bring her in in a quick second. And we are also live on YouTube.com slash Hoops and Brews. If you are currently checking this out, I know it's Friday. I know you might be on your way to the club, or you might be waiting in line while you going to the club. Hopefully, you got your face mask on. And actually, why are you going to the club? These are actual, this is stuff I will say to you eight months ago. Why are you going to the club? Get your ass in the house. All right, anyways, welcome to the new show in LA. The Clippers, they won, and they actually won very handily tonight. I thought that my son, Luka Doncic, he let me down a little bit. But I'm going to bring in my special guest in a quick second. Her name is Ashley Nicole. She is a, a new partner of h Media TV, so you will see her more. She is a reporter, a journalist, a radio host. Uh, award-winning and she is you know very knowledgeable she is on the sports scene in Florida so I'm going to bring her in and we're going to talk some hoops Ashley welcome to the show hey how you doing
1: it's my first show with you
0: thank you appreciate it much much (laughs) appreciated thank you so much for joining us
1: yeah I'm excited let's
0: do this yeah exactly so the Clippers won tonight uh 130 to 122 Mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard had another great night Uh, the one thing that I've been kind of I wanted to ask Kawhi this question, and and I don't want to be the guy that's kind of start stuff, but he kind of says these little things where like I call them Kawhiisms, where they're like little subtle, like it's kind of like it's almost kind of like that stepfather, that kind of or that or that or that parent that gives that their kid praise, but never quite enough praise. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking about Landry Sham, he's like, well, you know, Landry hit some shots tonight, and. Sometimes when you make shots, that kind of negate the mistakes you make. I'm like, damn, Kawhi, like, why you got to throw that man under the bus like that? But Kawhi is a hilarious human being. He actually, the funniest part is when you're on the Zooms, like, you're literally on a regular Zoom. And basically, you're muted until they call you. Mm-hmm. So it's always like a, a real lag between all of the, you know, between the time where you actually start talking and between when, you know, kind of when they unmute you. Yeah, and I guess Ka- Kawhi today just decided that he his presser was only going to be two minutes. I'm gonna play this real quick. Um,
2: you know, uh, we got his back. Home, go ahead.
1: Hold, hold on, Kawhi. But hold on. Sorry.
0: That's like the that's that's just that's exactly like he just sat back down and proceeded to answer questions for another three minutes. But I do think that this was a good win for the Clippers. I think it was much much needed. Uh, I think that Landry Shamit, you know, Ka- you know, Kawhi Leonard has spoken many a times about the chemistry on the floor and being able to kind of get everybody on the same page. Doc Rivers has spoken almost ad nauseum about it this year to us. Uh, they've also had their concerns defensively tonight, although they did give up 122. This didn't feel like last game where it felt like it was almost like a snowball effect or avalanche. So I think that as long as they continue to play consistently and he night in and night out can give you 35 plus, which I believe he had 36 tonight, 35 in the last game, they'll be okay. But without Pat Beverly, there has to be some level of spacing on the floor. Everyone loves to talk about how Pat Bev clanks shots and he clanks threes. Well, this year he has been not not a knockdown shooter, but he's been fairly decent in terms of shooting. So. I'm not upset at at kind of, you know, the progress that he's made this year as a shooter. And when he's not on the floor, Reggie Jackson is cool, but you can leave Reggie Jackson. You're not scared of Reggie Jackson. Pat Bev, if anything, you're more scared of him... You know kind of what are you going to say after he makes a 3 then you are of him making a 3 because he's just like a a, 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 a pit fierce ball. chihuahua pitbull mix. No, I'm not a
1: chihuahua.
0: Don't do my man like that. No, nah, don't get me wrong. No, no, no. Look, no look. I love I love Pat Beb. I'm from Chicago. He's from the West Side of Chicago. So I know how Chicago hoopers play. I play like a West Side hooper even though I'm from the, even though I'm from the South Side. West Side hoopers are defensive. They play down and dirty. They love to get in the mud and they love to like frustrate you. I play like that as well. He plays like that as well. But but you got to be just like nonstop. So I say that with all due respect. Because also Chihuahuas, they can like, I heard they can like bite you in your ankle. And, 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 it's a, and it's an artery in your ankle. If they bite, they can kill you. So they might be dangerous too. Don't judge the Chihuahuas. But what did you think about today's game? How did you feel about what you saw?
1: I mean, honestly, what... First, let me start with what I didn't see, and that is anything from Paul George. And I think it was interesting when they asked Kawhi after the game. You know, Paul George went three for 16, and they asked him, can you win with Paul George shooting like this? And Kawhi simply just said yes. So I take that as a.k.a. I don't really need him. But I mean, he's, a,
0: he's Paul George has said he's a number two num- numerous times. I think He's
1: not even number two right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he had 11 points. Like, you can't – this is game three of the playoffs. This isn't – you know, you're not an OKC anymore. This is a bigger stage. You're playing in Los Angeles. I mean, right now you're technically playing in Orlando. But if this was a regular season, you'd either be in the Staples Center and you can't be playing like this. You can't be performing like this. And also his defense hasn't really been up to par and almost looks like, you know, Kawhi's out there as a one-man band. And, yes, you have your supporting players. You know, Lou Will's always consistent – is always there when you meet him. Obviously, Patrick Beverley. obviously that situation is going to be, we're going to have to feel that out. But Paul George is a star player. He is there for a reason. he's there to perform, and he's not performing. And luckily, you know, the Mavs, although they're a great team, I don't think anybody has them beating the Clippers. I certainly don't. The Clippers are my pick to go to the Western Conference Finals. So I don't think it's an issue of, the team that they're playing right now. And I don't think it's an issue that Paul George isn't performing the way he needs to when playing the Mets. But when you get into the next round and the competition gets more fierce and the games get harder and the game slows down even more, Paul George cannot be playing the way that he's playing. It's just not going to cut it.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's definitely not going to cut it. And even looking at tonight, what he shot, uh, um, excuse me, uh, three of 16 from the field, one of eight from three. Uh, he was four uh, four from the free throw line. He he did have nine rebounds and seven assists. Uh, but he also had four fouls and two turnovers, which kind of is kind of what you spoke about. He hasn't been playing the best defense, but also I think Luka Doncic is a is a is a defensive uh, nightmare. I think for any defense, he's a defensive nightmare, and I think the only reason why Patrick Beverly means so much is because he's crazy enough to go out there and get 50 points dropped on his head by Kevin Durant and literally say to me in the press conference after what did you guys expect he's Kevin Durant but we still wanted all the smoke like you know what I mean so 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 yeah I mean he is Kevin Durant he is Kawhi Leonard he is Luka Doncic but Paul George has to be Paul George, and I've said this, I've tweeted this all year. I've, I actually haven't been that critical of Paul George this year due to the fact that he did have a torn labrum. And there's a WNBA player by the name of Alyssa Thomas. I believe she plays for the uh, who beat the Sparks last year. I, can't, uh, I think the Mercury. No, no. Who beat the Sparks in the playoffs last year? I can't remember. Her name is Alyssa Thomas, but she's a but she's just like a uh, 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 animal, she's just like PJ. Tucker in terms of just being relentless on the boards, but she's been playing with two torn labrums for like two years, and she won't get surgery because she'll miss out on opportunities to play overseas. So I gave Paul George the benefit of the doubt because even she said she can barely lift her arms above her head. So I gave him the benefit of the doubt last year. this year, you have to come out and make those shots. You can't be going back and forth with Bleacher Report in the comments on the
1: IG. And you going out there and you laying the egg. Go ahead. That's the thing that upsets me is that I don't like when players, and I didn't like this when I was a player. For people who didn't know, I used to hoop a little bit back in the day. Back Okay, turn after. up,
0: turn up, turn up. But, um,
1: I don't like when players talk the talk but they can't walk the walk. And that's what's irritating about Paul George. He has a lot of things to say on social media, whether it's his individual posts or in the comments or whatever. He had that tiff, you know, between him and Damian Lillard that, Got a little personal, but still, you can't swap all this and then perform how you performed in game three tonight. Three for 16, 11 points. I mean, this is the playoffs. This is not a just regular season game. This is not just even a scrimmage. This is not even a play-in to get into the playoffs, and you don't need it because you already secured your spot. You are in the hunt right now. You are in the hunt to get a championship. And, yes, Kawhi has done a lot. Even in his time in Toronto, and I don't even want to knock those guys because I feel like that was a great team. But if you want to look at it, he's done a lot with much less than he has in LA with the Clippers. But still, it is not an excuse for how Paul George is performing. You can't go three for 16 in game three of the playoffs. I don't care who you're playing, it's just unacceptable.
0: Well, speaking of that, I actually have a clip from Doc Rivers. He spoke to reporters after the game. Let's hear him talk about Paul George's shooting struggles.
3: Uh, I know obviously you guys won today, but kind of going
0: forward from here, you know, how disconcerting is it just to see Paul George and just how he shot today, obviously
2: after that game too? Yeah, I'm not worried about it. He's a great player. Um, You know, he's human. Um, I can tell you this. I can guarantee you this. He's not forgotten how to shoot, you know, Uh, and it'll fall for him. You know, it's funny, that last bucket uh, of the game, he made a layup. He saw the ball go in uh there's amazing how the basketball
0: guys that's probably gonna be a carryover for the next game for him so doc is he's doing what doc does but this is why doc is a play this is why doc is a player's coach that's why yeah. this is why everybody loves doc yeah. this is why i personally like doc doc is a great guy and he he always has his guys back so i'm not gonna sit up here and and act as if he should have scolded him. But I will also play a clip where Kawhi talks about Montrez Harold's return and kind of, uh, you know, Doc Rivers mentioned earlier in the presser that Montrez Harold looked like he finally got his speed back for the first, I'm sorry for the first time tonight. So I'm going to play that clip and then Kawhi also will talk about Paul George um, after you know, kind of he answered the question about Montrez Harold. You
1: know, he saw Trez at Trez speed. And I know he was gone for a while but did it feel like he was back to the, the Trez from you know, the regular season
2: or before the break. Um, uh, I mean, it looked like it to me. Um, he was running the floor tonight. Uh, he got to his spots, got some handlings, got to their free throw line, made shots, came over uh, in his help position, sitting down on defense. Um, you know, he did a great job tonight.
1: Also, with with Paul George, Doc said, you know, we got a layup at the end there, and he thought maybe that'll help him. You know carry over to the next game, see the ball go in. Was there anything that you said to him, you know, after that game or what are your conversations
2: like to get him out of this stretch? Um I mean he's good. We all start from scratch again, game four. If you shoot hundred percent from three in two games, three games, doesn't mean you're gonna shoot well game four, but it's all it's all from scratch again. Um, you know, this is playoff basketball. He's a confident player and he's gonna turn it around. Um you know, uh we got his back.
0: So Kawhi doing what he should do, having his teammates back. Doc doing what he should do, having his teammates back. I will say this. I got a couple key stats for everybody out there because I know you guys are in the comments talking about the rest of the team. Yes, the rest of the team played awesome today. The Clippers had 15 turnovers in game two. They limited their turnovers to uh, seven today versus the Dallas Mavericks. They, you know, you know, the team the other day also shot terribly as as an entire unit. They were dismal from you know the shooting line, including Paul George. Today, there were eight Clippers players that shot above fifty percent for the night. Kawhi Leonard was also out there dishing and making plays. Doc Rivers actually spoke about Kawhi Leonard's playmaking, so I'm gonna play this and then I have a point to make about kind of Doc's point.
2: Hey Doc, is is Kawhi one of the most cerebral players you've ever coached? Like it seems like he could just get to his spot at any time so casually. Yeah, I mean, he's just smart. He kind of sees the game. It's amazing. That was a fast-paced game, but for Kawhi, the game is played. You know, he can see the game, even though it's fast, and he goes fast. He's never in a rush. He knows where to go. I thought his playmaking was incredible tonight. Obviously, his scoring, his defense, but I thought his playmaking set the tone for everybody else.
0: All right. So Doc mentioned about his playmaking. His playmaking did show tonight. He had eight assists tonight. Kawhi Leonard has actually been averaging a career high in assists. I actually said earlier this year that I thought that you know, uh, well, actually I said last season as well that you know, you know, Kawhi. And PG have the chance to be Mike and Scotty 2.0, but if PG gonna play like this, it's not gonna happen. But I do believe, but I do believe that they don't need Paul George to play excellent in order for them to win, and that's the reason why you go out and you get Kawhi Leonard, and that's the and that's also the reason why you can you know you continue to also add more pieces and more shooters. They got rid of a guy in Mo Harkless, who I love Mo Harkless, great locker room guy, but when we're talking about actual players that can stretch the floor, he's not a guy that can stretch the floor. He's not a guy. That will allow in the playoff, uh, you know, matchups when teams double down on Kawhi or they double down on PG, and you know, and they swing the ball for him to be able to make you know wide open shots. Reggie Jackson did not hit those shots in Game One. Landry, Sh- I'm sorry, Game Two. Landry Shaman did not hit those shots in Game Two. Lou Williams had a bunch of turnovers in Game Two. So I think tonight was encouraging for them. I think the thing that everybody should be kind of scared of is that I think the Mavericks would have probably given every other team in the Western Conference at least a seven game series but because of the wing defenders that the Clippers have this will probably be a quick five or six game series because I just don't think I just don't think that Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis are enough to beat the Clippers for four games I think that one of them is going to be hot one night one of them is going to be cold the other night and then the rest of the time I'm worrying about if other guys can make shots like Finney Smith and Seth Curry so You know, kind of what do you think in terms of outside of Paul George about the Clippers team as a whole? Do you think that they still have enough depth to be able to make the finals without Paul George shooting well?
1: Absolutely. And I think Kawhi meant that when he said when they asked him the question, can you win with Paul George shooting that way? He said, yes, absolutely. The Clippers are a deep team. They're deep in their starting. They're deep in the bench. And that's what makes them so dangerous. They're a great defensive team, but it's not it's still not the point for me. You know, I think Uh when you compare it to, you know, Jordan and Pippen and even that both team as a whole, the difference was is that Pippen understood that Jordan can't do everything. And there are going to be times that they're going to need him when it gets further into the series. And yes, when I say he can't do everything, I don't mean that he actually can't because everyone knows that he could. But the point is he shouldn't have to. That's why you surround your star player with supporting players to kind of take that burden off of them because, you know, As the games get more important, as the series gets harder, as you get closer and closer to that Western Conference Finals and ultimately the Finals, the games just change. And you really need your star players to really be focused. You need them to be healthy, which is most important because God forbid you're exhausting Kawhi Leonard every single game. And the games, there are no travel days in between these games. They're every other day. It wears on your body. That's why you need a Paul George to do his job. So that the burden is not on Kawhi because you need him that is your guy so yes they don't necessarily need him to win especially not this series especially with the issues that Luca's is having with his ankle now now it's the left one
0: yeah I, I didn't mention that I forgot to mention that Luca twisted his ankle I I, I don't mention when Luke I've I it sounds bad that I didn't mention that because that should have been a big part of kind of what I mentioned but Luca turns his ankles all the time I tweeted that Luca has Steph Curry ankles and it wasn't out of disrespect, I love Luka Doncic. I believe that he's going to be better than LeBron. I think he's already better than any other 21-year-old basketball player to ever play basketball. I think if I think he's terrible on defense, but I think that comes with you know with age, and also he's a guy with ankle issues. I'm not running around screens when I'm turning my ankle every other day. He he consistently turns the ankle. If you look at his ankle, he has the kinetic tape on it. So they have to deal with that ankle. He also has to either switch up his running mechanics or his landing mechanics. Something in his mechanics that he's doing is leading to him continually hurting himself. And it's the same thing with Steph Curry. Like sometimes you just have to adjust. Even if it's wearing the, you know, you know the super high ankle braces that Steph Curry, you know, wears because he's trying to protect his ankles. Luka has to realize that his body is his commodity and I forgot which NBA player said it. But I but I believe it was some Hall of Famer that was centered on a program. And he basically said that, uh, you know, that kind of a vet told him, you know, kind of, added, you know, the best advice that he got was a vet told him, take care of your feet. He said, because your feet, your feet will keep you paid if you take care of your feet. And I don't think Luca is doing and they are doing the proper job of taking care of his feet because I'm just looking at it and I'm not looking and I'm not seeing something that's trending in a good direction because. If he tears a ligament in his ankle or he gets a really bad grade three, you know, ankle strain like Gordon Hayward had, that's going to be something that's going to linger. That's not going to. And he's already had a couple grade two strains like that. You know, he's young, but that doesn't mean he's infallible. So I hope that they can either in game four figure out a way to to allow him more opportunities on the perimeter, because I think Christoph Porzingis is shooting too many threes. It's the same problem I got with Anthony Davis. Get your big ass on the block. Get on the block. There is no one on the Clippers that can guard Christoph Porzingis. They can't even guard Boban. You know what I mean? Like, there's nobody that can guard. They can't even guard Boban. They had a great day-to-day guarding Boban. Like, the fact that Boban is a topic of discussion in a first-round series you know you know in regards to winning a game for you is, is is and it's no disrespect to Boban because I love Boban I think he's great he was amazing in John Wick 3 he was amazing in John Wick 3 but Boban should not be defeating and 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 he shouldn't be outplaying Paul George which is what he did last game so they got to make some changes before game four
1: well I mean in regards to Luca I can say as someone who played it is very difficult to change your style of mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously very used to playing in a certain way that is not conducive for the way his ankles are set up. And it's something that comes with adjustments. It's not something that happens overnight. And then what happens is you start a game with the mentality like, okay, I'm not going to play like this because it risks injury. And then what happens is as the game progresses, you revert back to old ways. So for him, it's about readjusting his style of play altogether, especially if he wants longevity. But I do agree – you know, with Porzingis, he does shoot too many threes. And I don't think that he's going to be the guy who's going to be able to hold the team down himself enough to win a series against the Clippers They're just far too deep. I think with him and Luka, like you said, they haven't found that chemistry yet where they're both conducive at the same time. And I think that's also something that the Lakers struggle with. I think Anthony Davis and LeBron James have their nights, just like Luka and KP, that they're working together. They look great. They're symbiotic, you know, everything's working. And then they have games where they're just complete polar opposites. One guy's having a great game. The other guy's not doing his job. And that just comes with time. That comes with learning your team. That comes with chemistry. And you can't, unfortunately, you can't force chemistry. You can't speed up the process. So. Obviously, the Clippers are going to take this series. I don't think it's going to be a wash. I do think that the Mavs, depending on what happens with Luka's situation with his ankles, whether or not he's able to return for Sunday, I don't think it's going to be a wash. I think the Mavs have another win in them. Um, I see the series probably going six. Um, I don't think that you know it's it's going to be done for the Mavs. I don't think they're ever not going to win a game again. But they definitely have a lot of adjustments they have to make. But I will say though that the Clippers, I mean, they only won by eight. So let's, let's talk about that because their defense, especially in the third quarter, they take their foot off the gas. And that's something that worries me because yes, they're a great defensive team, but you need a tighter defense, especially with a team that has shooters like the Mavs. And as the series progress and as the playoffs continue, you're going to come into contact with teams who have shooters. And you need to keep a tighter defense. Paul George needs to play better defense. He has to stop trying to maneuver in the way that he thinks he's going to get calls that he's not going to get because, in the bubble, everybody's shooting great. You have no fans, you have no distractions. The shooting, the three point shooting, is off the charts. You can't count on the refs, and the officiating in the bubble has been just horrendous. So, you can't count on them giving you the calls that you think you deserve. You cannot take your foot off that defensive pedal. And I think that the Clippers, especially the second half of the game, they tend
0: to struggle with that a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I think those are all excellent, um, uh, you know, kind of evaluations. And and I agree. I don't, I don't think that this is doom and gloom for this game. I do actually think that the, you know, that the Mavericks will probably sneak another game and the game that I think that they will sneak will actually be this game. Um, I think that the, you know, in game four, I'm personally looking for Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis to come out and really kind of give it their all I think kind of I think you saw it with Joel Embiid that I think I think life is coming at a lot of these guys really fast I think they didn't I think usually when the playoffs happen there's game you know there's days in between everybody's working so instead of it being four games on starting at 10 a.m it's like three games on starting at like 3 p.m and then they go to 12 and now they're going from literally 10 a.m to basically 12 a.m non-stop every day we sometimes get pressers where they're at eight o'clock in the morning west coast time or seven o'clock in the morning west coast time usually clippers practice is at noon or 11 or 1 or something like that so so even kind of the adjustment of that and then going into the playoffs where usually where you can go to another arena and get that momentum you can't really get that back and i think that what the clippers did today uh you know was really come out and establish more I'm sorry, establish dominance in terms of momentum. I think in game two, they lost a lot of the momentum because they were just bricking shots. And I think also with Luka Doncic going as crazy as he did in the first two games, you know, to the point where it's literally historic, you have to sit back and you have to actually, you know, kind of stop him, number one. But you also have to make sure that the guys on your team hit shots. Like all year long, Pavi and I have spoke about consistency. Pavi just dropped another Pavi's Daily Takes on h and Media TV talking about the Clippers and their inconsistency. This is what we've seen from them all year long. And the question I really wanted to ask Kawhi after the game was like, okay, you have told me all year that you've been trying to work to build team chemistry defensively and offensively. All right, well, now you guys have three games together playing with each other. Do you feel like you're making progress or do you feel like there's still a lot of kinks? Because he's a guy that actually more times than not will slightly answer... Honestly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I was going to ask him that but then they wound up calling on somebody else and then the press conference ended. But speaking of Pavi, I'm going to bring Pavi into this live stream so we can talk some clippers. I know he has some thoughts on what happened in game 3 and game 4. And if you got a bounce, you can feel free to let me know and then you can um and then we can get you out of here, but I definitely do appreciate you coming through and talking. But Pavi, welcome. What's up, man? How you doing?
3: So, man, how you feeling? I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm chilling.
0: What do you think about tonight's well, whatever this is? Wait, man, you got this T pain connection. G, what is up with this? What's the um, what um, is this? G? What is this, bro? Um,
1: um, <laughs>
3: um, I'm not at home, clearly. Um, okay. but oh. no, what I thought about this game was, um, <laughs> young, where are you then? Young sir? Young. Are you
1: quarantining like the rest of us?
3: I am quarantining, yes, I'm quarantining in a different location than my house. Um, I am, I am, I am. I'm in California still, but you know I'm out.
1: Why are you I'm,
3: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in California, but you know I'm out. I'm, um, you know, I'm at a place. I like took a little staycation for the weekend. So, well, what I what for the whole weekend before a couple of days. You? So I'm out here. Huh? Are you? Are
1: you
3: solo, Yeah, I swear to God, I'm by myself. I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Why you is, by like, oh You by yourself for real? I, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I'm, my, I'm literally by myself, drinking champagne and Corona. I'm literally by
2: myself, eating
3: quesadillas and drinking champagne. <laughs> By myself, like 60 miles
0: away from Hey, you couldn't take that heat myself. in that building. AG, <laughs> hey, G, hey, G, you was like, I'll be damned if I sit in that heat again. <laughs> nah, look, nah, nah, look, nah, look,
3: nah, look, nah, that that look hit, nah, look, nah, look, nah, look. We used to
0: live in the same apartment building, and that heat hit different. Nah, Ooh, that I'm heat like, hit different. Go ahead.
3: Nah, nah, look, nah, look. I'm going to tell you what, like, convinced me. I called my dad, and I told my dad I didn't have central air in the crib. And my dad was like, yeah, this be the time. And I was like, you know what? Couldn't take a what? vacation this weekend. I so, didn't hear nothing you just said. My, my dad was like, this would... My dad was should... like, yo, this would... <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it's it's probably not the best Wi-Fi. But, um, yeah, nah, so I'm in this hotel for a couple of days. Do y'all hear anything I'm saying right now? I mean, we can no? hear you. We can hear you.
0: You okay, just got that well, t pay, well,
1: Damn, 28. No, that's a tiny um, connection. <laughs> got that Nelly okay, on yeah.
3: Well, yeah, no, so I'm just been here for the past however many hours watching basketball and, you know, whatever. Um, what I thought about the game today was um I thought that the Clippers did a better job of, like, I, um like I said in my past, I thought in game two, I thought that they kind of didn't get as aggressive as they got with him in game one. I kind of thought in game two, they kind of let him come on and kind of get comfortable. Today, at least I saw people, you know, in his face and trying to, like, disrupt his comfort level. You know, not saying that, hey, you know, I'm going to
0: keep it a thou out with you. I don't know if it's gonna work I don't know if it, I don't I don't know if I don't know if it's gonna work out G I don't know if it's gonna work out you freezing go ahead keep talking I'm just letting you I, I we deal with this literally every time so it's like it's nothing new <laughs> like it's 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 his internet con-
2: oh, did he it's,
0: it, it's his internet connection and the homie glasses Malone got a fire alarm in his house that that like just beeps because it don't because it need a new battery and the fans was mad at it <laughs> so
1: Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you dip,
0: you dip, yeah, I guess he he he, he might be back. Uh, uh they
1: got better Wi-Fi in the bubble, so wherever he is gotta step their shit up.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. But any closing thoughts? Any closing thoughts on this game? What do you think? Uh you know, who do you think will win the game on Sunday?
1: I think I gotta go with the momentum. Um I'm gonna go with the Clippers. I think we won't see a win from the Mavs until game five, honestly. Um, okay. And then obviously the Clippers are just going to shut it out. But I will say though that you know it's going to be interesting, and I think again the key factor is Luca because that's. Really, Luca, you know, I'm a Luca fan, and I hope that you know that ankle injury is not as bad as it looks. But then you know Charles Barkley made a good point: is that if the Mavs, it depends on it really depends on the ideology of the team. If the Mavs really feel in their heart. And I hate to say this because, you know, every team can go, you can win this. But you sometimes you got to look at the cards of You've you got to look at the situation that you're in. And you have to really, as a coach sometimes, say, all right, yes, we can win this. But will we win this enough for me to risk the future of one of my stars? Because if we look at the season, because they put in the bubble at the NBA restart, if the new season's expected to resume around the weekend, now, if the man were to go on a room, that's going to leave a lot of time for you to have an injury if you were to get one. So that's risking now a whole new season. So it's really going to be interesting what the medical staff, what the coaching staff, how they handle this Lucas situation. I would really want him to maybe not play a full game, maybe they dabble him in and out. Um, I think that would be the safer way to do it, put more of the stress on Porzingis and the rest of the team, because I don't think risking Luca for a series that I don't think the Mavs can win is worth it. But again, as a team, as a coach, you're not thinking, all right, let's just call it quits because we're not going to win this one. It's it's a very um, weird space to navigate. But it's an important space to navigate and it's an important decision to make because you're jeopardizing a future season if you don't play your cards right. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah.
3: Okay, yo, TBJ is muted, but um, no, what I was saying before was um, I thought that oh, my bad, crystal clear HD, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm on phone now, but uh, what I what 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 I what uh what I was saying before was I thought that the um Clippers came out and got a little bit more aggressive with Luca, uh, which they did in the first game and the second game, I kind of felt like they kind of just let him get comfortable, um, and they didn't you know show that same level of aggression. I thought a lot of that had to do with Pat, you know, obviously Pat was. I don't want to say a late scratch, but I feel like everything now is kind of a late scratch because of the fact that you know the games are coming every other day, so you kind of like really don't know if somebody's playing until honestly you probably wake up and realize that they're not playing. I mean, yeah, but
0: they don't. Ne- but they never tell us who's playing anyways until the yeah, like last yeah, minute before yeah, the game. They
3: don't like like they don't tell us, but you don't know like what they know inside the they, organization. Tell they don't ESPN. tell us, but we don't exactly so like we don't know what they know inside the organization Wolves beforehand. Yes, you know, they know, and you know, um, inside the organization beforehand, I feel like yesterday, like last the last game they came out, just weren't aggressive enough. And I feel like today they came out, and really took this team seriously from the beginning and realized, like you said, like, yeah, Luca is, you know, doing what Luca does. Let's go and get Luca, let's 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 make the focal point Luca, um, and let's go out there and really get into Luca. I thought they did that, even you saw Trez talking to him, getting into him. It's not to say that. Lucas gonna back down from anything because I don't think he hey, is. Hey man,
0: they on my son a little too heavy.
3: Nah, they on my son no, a little do that, too heavy. No, no, nah, nah,
0: nah, no, no. Nah, do that. no, all of that. Do all of that. Nah, of that. nah, that. nah, 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 no, nah, do nah do they on my son a little too heavy.
3: Nah, 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 nah,
0: nah. nah, they, nah they on my son nah, a little too heavy. They got they got this man KP out there
2: looking like Charles Oakley right now. Nah, no,
3: no, 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 no. Do all of that. The man is a 21-year-old rookie. First playoff. He ain't oh, no rookie. He is a well, not rookie. He ain't no rookie, and it's really he his is third a,
0: season. Like Charles Barkley them said. Whatever. It's really is, his third season. He
3: he is he is a rookie to the playoff situation format. You need to go in there, get into him, make him work. Pound him away. Obviously, you got, what, seven games, you know, like even with, with, with the group chat, um talking talk in glasses. Work on him, work on him consistently. You got, like, seven games. I appreciate the way that the Clippers played. As far as the way PG played, I didn't think he was terrible. Did he shoot the ball well? No, he did not. No, like, no, nah, like, no. Nah, like, can he, can PG shoot the ball better? Can PG shoot the ball better? Yes, he can. But when I was watching the game, from this game to last game, I didn't notice the fact that he didn't shoot well. Because he still had 9 rebounds he still have 7 he still had 7 assists. I still thought that he was more engaged. Obviously, if they want to win a championship, he has to be better, but what I didn't think that he of, was terrible.
1: What part of 3 for 16 and 11 points is not terrible?
3: 9 rebounds, 7 assists. There's more things doing on, on the basketball court. There is yes, he's doing no, yet no. No, no 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 pause there are more what doing the basketball court than just they just scored the ball yes. he had nine rebounds and he had whoa he had nine rebounds and seven assists so i don't those think he played whoa whoa, whoa.
0: whoa hey center yourself whoa. center yourself so we can all be on the screen at the same time don't
1: know listen, listen. Those nine rebounds. put yourself in the middle of the screen <laughs> did not make or break that game had you taken those out of the equation the clippers were still winning this paul george is not on the court to get nine rebounds and seven assists and just 11 points and go three from six, three, six, three from 16 on the field. But That's
3: you can't. How- but you uh, I I I feel you, but you can't say that those nine rebounds and seven assists didn't help, especially when you don't have a point guard on the basically damn near on the court for most of the game. They started the game with Landry. They started again the with Landry, Simmons, who was a two-guard. He's not a point guard. Pat Bev and Reggie Jackson are your only point. Really, you don't have a point guard damn near at all. Pat Bev, who the one TBJ, we were uh we were there when he said that Doc Rivers gave uh Pat Bev his play sheet. So that's really yeah. your point guard, and he ain't there. So you don't have no point guard. So I hold on, on, hold on, hold on. Ashley, hold on, hold on, hold on. With the way that they run their team, they expect their wings to initiate offense as well. So their job isn't just to score the ball. It's also to pass the ball and get other people involved. So I thought he did a good job of that. Obviously, we're talking about winning, winning the championship, beating the Lakers, beating the Rockets, beating the whoever whoever down the road. He has to be better than 11 points. Obviously, 11 points isn't isn't going to get it done. But I don't think that this was a terrible game. When I when I looked at it, to me, he played better than what he played in the last game. Was he excellent? No, he wasn't. Was he, you know, what you brought him here for? No, he wasn't. But was he terrible? I don't think he was terrible. I think there was room for improvement for sure. But I do not think that he was terrible tonight. Um you're,
1: you're comparing it. Okay, maybe he wasn't terrible, again, when you compare it to game two, which he was a, It was a bad game for him also. Game so two was a bad game. Bad he so, wasn't terrible. Like, okay. Oh, he wasn't as bad as he was in game two, which he wasn't great. terrible. He, he had nine bad rebounds bad. and
3: seven assists. You had nine. I cannot say you're terrible with nine rebounds, seven assists. I noticed he was on the court. I wasn't watching the game like yo, PG, wild. I never said that at one point in time <laughs> watching this game. I never said that.
0: What's yeah, he? He was just bricking. Him- she didn't say he was wild, she said he was bricking.
1: I think you're giving him way too much credit for he doing nine defense. rebounds and seven assists. Him- I'm He's not Paul George. That's I'm Thank- I'm okay. not
3: giving him, him an incredible yeah. amount. of. I'm not giving him an incredible. I didn't say he was incredible. I guess I don't think he was terrible. As the way P was, I Nah, he was cool. He was he was he was, he was okay. He wasn't I look incredible at it,
1: though. I look at it as when you bring star players to a team, their responsibility is not to just be okay. It wasn't that bad or better than their last bad. Thank you. Their their job is to perform every single night, especially when you're in a playoff. I especially feel like you perform again, again, conference finals, especially when you're not even going to a final again. again.
3: Again, like I said, he had nine rebounds and seven assists. The Clippers depend on their wings to do more than just score the basketball. So I do not think so. Again, yeah, but he had 11 not...
0: points, G. Like... Okay,
3: he had nine rebounds, seven assists. He didn't, again, he didn't score the ball well. Okay, there's way more things to do on the basketball court besides score the basketball well, which I hate that we in this world where it's like if you score 15 points or 11 points, you play terrible. He improved his averages. All across the board from the season in every other category.
1: I okay, do not me, think he was terrible. Can he get better? For sure. Let me ask you this then. If it was Kawhi who performed like that, would you be saying the same thing? If they won the game, yes.
3: Because, again, I understand that the Clippers', the Clippers wings most of the time are used as their guards, which I think is part of the issue sometimes, which actually... Even when I was looking at Landry and where his shots were coming from, a lot of them came from the top of the key. Actually usually where guards shoot shots from and not him just sitting in the corner. I like the way the offense moved today. I thought it looked way better than it did in the um in the um first two games. I saw less funks in the offense consistently than what I saw in the first two games. I thought it was cool. If Kawhi did that and they won the game, he had 11 rebounds, well not nine rebounds, seven assists. Sure, I have no issue. Can he play better? Hell yeah. What I'm going to say he terrible, no, he wasn't. Because again, I understand the Clippers' wings job is to do more than just score the basketball. Half of the time they looked at as to be the point guard of the team.
1: I think, though, when you think of Paul George, and what he's supposed to represent, the performance was not good. And I think it's problematic, maybe not so much in this game and maybe not so much in this series, because you're playing a maps team that's very up and down, and now they have to deal with the injury of Luka. So I feel like that makes a little bit different. But if they were playing another team, let's oh, just – Oh, for sure. For sure. If, yeah, if sure. they or this was round two, or this was the Western Conference final, Paul George can't perform like that. Oh, because no, 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 what no, 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 But then what happens is, is you risk that if Kawhi has a bad game, If he has an off day, you're two scorers. That's your front load right there of that team. The rest of your supporting guys. If one guy doesn't perform, that means all the pressure is on Kawhi. And if Kawhi has an off day, then you're screwed. That's a loss. So I feel like it's a dangerous territory to navigate trying you give them slack for not performing well.
3: Yeah, like, yes, but no, because also I would think that even, you know, Doc said this was the first game, Trez looked like Trez. I would assume that Trez would, would continue to more so look like Trez. Also, Pat Bev. I mean, Pat Bev's not looked at as, you know, a scorer, but that's 11 points as well. And also, I think that Pat uh, Kawhi and PG can have less defensive responsibility if Pat Bev is out there sometimes. So, again, I think we're still dealing with a team who still – the issue with the Clippers is the fact that they literally have had their whole roster for maybe how many five, six times this season, seven times yeah. maximum. So yeah. then they they have a consistency problem. I think that every night when you deal with the Clippers, I don't even know if they know what they're supposed to do. I'm shaking the phone. <laughs> Sorry, I don't even know if they know. I don't even know if they know what they're supposed to do every night. Which yeah. is an issue. Like I, I I like again, Landry was shooting shots I from the top you, of the key. What kind
0: of team are they? What kind of team are the
3: Clippers? You right. I don't know, bro. I really don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I like game of reasoning. At, right now they, they they seem to be we are led by Kawhi. Cause Kawhi seems to be the one constant. But I don't know what type of team they are. I really don't. Today I saw Landry taking shots from the top of the key. Dead ass. When was the last time you seen Landry shoot the ball from the top of the key? So real question.
0: Uh, I mean, when usually when he does, it's not a good result.
3: Yeah, no, no, But no, 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 tell me, when? No, but no, but no, when have you seen it? Yeah, I, I can't recall the last time I've seen usually it. Usually, yeah. Landry is stuck in the corner, or he gets yeah. something like somebody driving and he kicking it out to him, and it's like a last second shot. I haven't seen him run a play for Landry to shoot the ball since before he got hurt. When when in that that Raptors game, when I think he had the high angle spray. that's probably the best I've yeah. seen him actually run a play for Landry. So it's like we still. In August now, this is probably game, I mean, obviously they didn't play can't games in we but probably a game like 80, and it's like, I don't think that they even know what they even do every single night. So I think that that, has an, that that has an impact on everybody because they don't know what they're doing every single night.
1: I think that's even more of a reason why I'm harder on a Paul George than I am on, you know, uh, Lou Will or somebody like that, because I feel like those two guys are the leaders of that team. They set the tone. They set the example. And I feel like because that team is so is still, in a sense, they're adjusting. They just, they just got Trez back. He just cleared quarantine protocol. Like, the team's still trying to figure it out. And, yes, they're fortunate that they're playing a Mavs team that is not really competition. And I hate to say that because they're a great team, and I think they're going to be a great team for many, many years to come. But right now, at this moment in time, yeah, they, they had that loss. I think they'll lose game five. But overall, I don't think that it, the Bavs are taking the series. I think it's obviously it's going to the Clippers. But they're fortunate that they are still able to work out the kinks against a Mavs team. But you can't take that mentality into the playoffs as you continue. It's very hard to switch things on and off. And I know that from experience. And it's you got to set the tone now And Paul George. You can't give him slack. He's got to be I'm, better because it's hard to get out of a
3: mentality. I understand that he has to be better, but one thousand percent, like obviously, this is conference finals. that like as you get deeper to the playoffs, they're gonna need you to be better. I'm not. I'm not at all disagreeing with you on that. But as far as like roles and as far as like you know what they expect from people, I actually think Lou will and probably Kawhi's role are probably the most consistent roles on the team.
1: No, they are consistent. When Lou kidding. comes in. <laughs> More from a Paul George, facts, 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 will. but that's yes, consistent and he always has been. But the expectation of Lou Will is here, and Paul George is here. That's just what it is.
3: I won't disagree with that. That, I would not disagree. With. But I'm just saying, on roles from night on, on like, a night-to-night basis, as in like, we expect you to do this. I oh, think Kawhi right. Leonard's role, you expect Absolutely. Kawhi to do, and you expect Lou to come off the bench Absolutely. and be that man squad the bench. And if you get close to 20 points, and Trez, I think Trez is also really yeah. there consistent as well. I think everybody else's role every night can somewhat change and, like, verify, and PG is included in that. Obviously, if we talk about winning the championship, he has to be better than, you know, Thirteen points, nine rebounds. To, I'm just not gonna kill him for this performance. Points, it was eleven. All right, eleven <laughs> points, nine rebounds. Seven exactly. He be he be he be just nine, those, like yo. Nine he was, rebounds. He had thirty eight. Like no, he no, didn't. no no nine. Re, like again, when I when I when I watched this game today, when I watched game two, I was like, this man is wild, which is why he went on and tweeted that mean because everybody knew he was wild. and He was on the court. That 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 wasn't it. Today. When I looked at it, I'm like, I didn't notice that he was as bad as he – well, not bad, but that he shot as bad as he would as as he did today. I just I just honestly didn't notice it.
1: But let me ask you this, though. You go out, and you're on Twitter, and you're talking rah, 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 and then you come out, and that's how you play. Don't you feel like he needed to do a little bit more if you were going to talk that talk on Twitter or Instagram? I mean, was? I,
3: mean I mean, once he posts – I'm, I'm going like to keep it all the way deep. Once he posts the tweet, I was like, oh, the Clippers cook. That's actually my first opinion. I, I was like, oh, like they're cooked. Why are you posting this after game two of a series?
0: Hey, you know who else cooked? You cooked, by the way, on that Karis LeVert bet. That man that had 15 the last three games. You bring my bottles over to my crib. I want those. I'll take a douce. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no! Thank you, sir. What the hell is wrong with you thinking that man's going to average 24? you do no good, though. No. Thank you. I'm sorry, but I just thought about that what is we He we what,
3: what,
0: what, what, he, he, he was averaging 23.5 and he had 15, 15, and 15. What if he go off of 40? That's not going to average. He, what the fuck? What if he go off of 40? You don't curse on him. Come on, man. What
3: if he go off for 40? He can go off of 100. It's not going to take his average up to 24? it might it might though bro like
0: he like, had like 15 like, three games in his series what's wrong with you might, i mean i
3: don't he didn't i mean i don't I exactly i was wrong exactly i will
0: take my douce at my house you want to make any more you. playoff bets let's go ahead i, I love you. free liquor
3: when i when i when i when i see you we can walk to cvs and we can um go get the bottle uh, i ah, can go I, get the bottle for yeah, you. yeah you did you we get, weed. Weed. ain't no we <laughs> ain't no we you lost go, actually I you can present that, the that the on the next
0: happy you. hour hoops and brews i need the, i they need the, the fans to see me in all my glory because you were so sure about this Yay. but let's go ahead let's get ready to get some final thoughts in what are your final thoughts well actually really quickly uh one minute each who was your mvp at a, of of this game uh
1: to you? you want me to go first yeah go ahead ashley obviously Kawhi leonard I mean, it's it's just is what it is. I mean, thirty six points put the team on his back. He's really showcased that he is a leader, and I think a lot of people were a little bit um, turned off by him after that situation in San Antonio. He goes on to Toronto, wins the championship, and then it he heads over to LA, and I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And. Um, I just think that it he shows he's not a guy who talks a lot, and he's a little awkward. I think it's you know hilarious, but he has shown when it comes down to it, he doesn't have to say much. His performance speaks for, it, for him, and I think that's important. I think it's important to have a leader like that, somebody you can rely on, that you can count on. That kind of sets the tone for the rest of the team, and I think also it's a testament to his character that um, when asked about his other teammates, when asked about Paul George, and you know, his performance in game three today and then game two. He's not the guy who kind of throws shots. I mean, maybe if you dig deep and you kind of read between the lines, but I think that he just focuses each game as is. And I think that's so important, especially in a bubble situation like we're in right now, because Mm -hmm. you don't have the travel days. You don't have the games where you can kind of take a breather, you know, feed off the energy of your home crowd when you do play at home and it changes the dynamics and you really need to have a type of mentality that, um, is just powerful. And I think he has that. And it's, it's a good asset to have on your team. So Kawhi will do
0: it. Yeah. I, I wish I could per- actually, you know what? Um, I, I was going to say, Pavi, go ahead. Give your thoughts.
1: You know
3: what? Obviously I think Kawhi is the obvious one, but I'm gonna actually say Landry. Uh, I'm um, glad
0: you didn't pick my MVP at this game.
3: Landry, um, you know, I, 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 I think Landry came in, started for the first time since I don't know when. Um, he had 18 points tonight. Um, he was, you know, I, I think he played good defense. He even hit the shot right before the half. That I think pushed the lead. I'm, I'm not sure what it was, but it, 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 like when he hit that shot, I was like, okay, the Clippers probably had his game. Um, you know, kind of um in control. I think that he was all over the court defensively. He was at least trying defensively. Um, and also even doctors talked about it a lot, you know, when Landry's out there because of the fact, I mean, it, he shot, what, 38% from three this year, and that was a down year. You know, before he shot, I think about 40% in his rookie year, he led all rookies in three-point shooting. Um, so when Landry is out there, the fact that you just can't leave him, you know, you, like you, ha- somebody has to stick with Landry because he's a really good three-point shooter. So I just think Landry Schmidt, you know, being able to come in after not having a full training camp, well, training camp or whatever you want to call it, camp. You know, not being able to play in all the bubble games because you know he uh had uh, COVID. Um, I think him coming in, stepping in his game, and starting to perform in the way he performed. I'm gonna give it to um Landry Shamet.
0: All right. So for me, actually, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna play my my clip from Who Wins because I feel like it'll it'll it, you know I mentioned this guy. So I'm I'm glad that I'm I'm glad I got a prediction right because my prediction's been going a little left. You gonna say the- Zubac? What's up fans how are you doing it's your boy tpj i am here i am back with another episode of who wins make sure after you finish watching this episode you go to youtube.com slash HB media tv go on that community page and make sure that you vote to make your voice heard on these posts let's go ahead let's hop into the matchup of the night tonight's matchup of the night is actually the dallas mavericks versus the los angeles clippers the mavs are the home team tonight they're looking to take a 2-1 lead in all honesty they could potentially be up 3-0 in this series had the referees not put a little bit of home cooking for the clippers in game one and christoph porzingis got eliminated so the mavericks will take on the clippers tonight currently the mavericks are actually a plus four favorite which is actually very very interesting to me i thought this game would either be minus two in favor of the clippers or even but the mavericks are the plus four favorite if i were you i would bet on that i look on the clipper i'm sorry i look for the clippers i look for Kawhi leonard to make an adjustment to play better. Paul George had a dismal shooting game last game. I don't believe that that will last or happen again. So I'm gonna take the Clippers to win this game in a very high scoring affair, 130 to 122. And I think Kawhi Leonard will drop a 30 ball. I look for a 30 ball from PG. And my underrated player for the game is Evisa Zubak. Evisa Zubak played well in game one. He has to play well in game two. If Evisa Zubak does not consistently night in and night out give you 10 and 10, You're going to have some issues. I expect Evisa Zubak to have a big night. We'll see who wins. This has been your boy TPJ. Thanks for tuning in. Damn, I'm good. God damn, I'm good. I got the score right, and my man, Zubak, a.k.a. Zupak, came out and put it down
3: for the sack. Last game,
0: last game, last game, Zubak had, hold on, let me see. He had three points, and he had four rebounds, and he, had a, he was a minus four for the game. This game, he was a plus four. 13 for the game, which is the highest on the floor. He had 15 points. He had six rebounds. And Doc Rivers also spoke about how he switched up his rotations a little bit to put Trez in there a little earlier to get him started a little bit earlier, but also to allow Zubac, a.k.a. Zupac, to run wild all over the floor and grab rebounds and keep Boban big ass away from the rim. I literally got it all the way down to the score. Come on, man. You said
3: PZ was going to have 30.
0: Okay, I thought he was going to have... Okay, so what? <laughs> players fuck play up, up sometime. You said Carol Levert was going to
3: average 24 players
0: fuck up was, sometime he was close. i got hold on look look, you know how much of a hater you are i got the score right i got kawhi 30 ball right got i got Zubak right. right you said you got call you a right.
3: hater everything
0: you everything a right. hater you are a hater everything right bro you, you are a hater didn't get everything right, you
3: everything right you're bro.
0: a, you a you said, hater you said pg was gonna okay fine okay fine i got 90% of everything right that was a false i got 90% of
3: everything right that was
0: a
1: false
0: i was almost on the dot fine All right. You're happy. All right. Let's go ahead. Final thoughts a minute each. Go ahead. What are your final thoughts? What are you expecting from next game?
1: Well, next game, obviously, I'm giving it to the Clippers. I think the momentum, you usually always go with the hot hand. I think that's going to be the Clippers. I think that the Mavs do not have enough of a turnaround to kind of work out their problems, especially when it comes to Luka. I'm going to be interested to see exactly what the Mavs do with him, if they play him at all. And if they do, hopefully it's in limited Sequences because I just don't think it's something that you can risk, especially with next season being a lot closer to the end of this restart, if you will, than normal. So I just don't think you risk that next season, that new season, by exhausting him now. But I do think the Mavs have one more win in him. I think that's going to come game five. But ultimately, the Clippers are taking this series. um I think Paul George is going to have a better game. I'm going to see a lot more <laughs> points on the board from him. Hopefully, those assists and those rebounds stay consistent though because I like, think that is an important aspect of the game, especially in the Clippers' style of playing. But, um, you know, luckily, they're playing a Mavs team that, like I said, is kind of all over the place right now and although they're putting up a good fight, it's not going to be enough to fight against the Clippers team that's this, that's this deep. But um, the Clippers, you know, although they're playing great, they do have to make some adjustments for the second round and a lot of them have to do with BG. So, we'll see. This man, Pavio here lounging and shit? What the hell? I <laughs> just <laughs>
3: I'm chilling, bro. I'm vibing.
1: I'm vibing, man. I'm vibing. I'm I'm vibing. I'm vibing.
3: Nah, no. Actually, I got the. I got. I had the champagne for like, for like, at like, at like noon. It's been gone for hours and hours and hours. Wow. I had had like some (laughs) mimosas. I actually I, 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 yeah, I know, treated myself to some mimosas. Nah, no, no, Lily, no, no Lily. I was like drinking mimosas, watching Nuggets. They uh, call us Hoops and Bruise for no reason. Legal. Nah, I right now. No, nah. nah, right now I've calmed down. I'm drinking literally just. I've calmed far, I far want down. Water. This is not vodka. This is water. But well, shout out to you, I, right? I, yo. I, I hear like water's 15, good for your skin. For like 15 seconds, I thought you put out a whole like tub of vodka. I'm like, you. No, it doesn't. Like, like vodka, right? That was yeah, yeah. I was like, you are. I thought she pulled out some like no I, I thought she pulled sky. out some no name vodka
1: I'm the crazy like, thing is whenever I drink this like when I'm working out people think are like like yo is she down with vodka you right
3: know, now? Like, no, I, know, I thought she pulled out some no lie. name I used to take bonkers and go work out but <laughs> I, I thought, thought you pulled out some vodka so go to so no, work out Gee, that's, see, not, that's why strategy. you toy your toy whatever no, you tore no tore that's not that has nothing to do with none of that shit no it doesn't I lifted the wrong thing and
0: I had her because she was my shit no, you high, No, you saw how no, you saw how muscular I had gotten when I was working out. You saw how muscular I had gotten. I was lifting weights. I, no. weight. I was lifting weights.
3: But lifting weights. But anyway, to go into it, my um uh, my uh, final thoughts game for I mean I said um clippers in five. I'm sticking with that. Um, I think even without Luca, I don't think the Mavericks are someone that you can just roll over. I mean, even you heard Doc mention today in his pregame press conferences in, um about game two when you could make the case that in game two, the I think with game two or game one, whatever game it was, that no, game game two, that the Mavericks made their run when Luca was off the court. Like I think the Mavericks are just a good team in general. Now are they, you know, the team that they could possibly could be? You know, without Luca, obviously not, but I think they're a good team regardless. So I mean I think that they'll put up a fight in game four. Will they win the game? No, I don't think they'll win another game this series. But I think that this is a good test, you know, for the Clippers um, in round one regardless. Like you're playing against the best offense and I mean best offense in NBA history based on the stats. Um so I think that this is a good test for them in um in, um in um you know round 1 like I said I mean I think they'll probably end up winning by like 15 15 12 points but I think the game will be much closer than what the final score uh, says it was
1: Wow okay. so you're just washing your hands of the Mavs no more wins for them
3: no, I said Mavericks and 5 and I meant that like even with Luca. You Luka said fourth, Mavericks and 5. No, you I mean Clippers. Clip I said Clippers <laughs> in clip 5.
0: You think no,
1: they're not going to win anything else?
3: No, I don't.
1: They wow. Are.
0: They're going to win game 4 and, no, and for my I final don't. thoughts, for my final thoughts, I have the Mavericks actually winning game 4. I think that they will make some adjustments. I think if Luca. Is that somewhat healthy? Um, I think they'll be fine. I think this is something that he has been dealing with. I mentioned that he has kinetic tape all over his legs. Look at his legs. Look at his ankles. You'll see it. It's like silver and green and blue. And I literally used to put those on my calves because I get shin splints when I run. So that man, Luca, is out there laboring. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the mavericks actually make this a competitive series one because i don't want to see Luca get swept and also the longer and the, the more games Luca win the better all every single argument i ever had about him being better than lebron get so Luca, so i actually think the mavericks are going to win game four and i think the clippers <laughs> will close that out in six
3: <laughs> thank you for that face
0: luka
1: you, guys,
0: you gotta lay off the Casper of cause that Thank is a you. No, that's my, Thank that's
1: you. my son. Thank you. He's, than Le- he's better than LeBron. He's better than
0: LeBron. He's literally.
1: He's literally he is literally better than LeBron, best LeBron year. every
0: year, with except with, with the exception of when he was in Miami.
1: Yo,
0: stop drinking. because No, I'm dead Thank ass. I mean, I've been, I've been saying, saying this for two years. You been, two years. You been, do stop your googles. Do your googles, Ashley. Do your googles, Ashley. Do your googles, Ashley. Do your googles, Ashley go nah. pull up the numbers you wouldn't nah. to pull up you know you LeBron want me to pull? no 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 let's LeBron do it we can yet. we can pull up the numbers right here right now you want to pull up these numbers LeBron James. yes he's better Luca Luca yes they gonna have me in a commercial like Drake did his own Nike ad they gonna have me in a Luca ad nah this is a
1: different
0: color I'm there like Spike Lee let's go <laughs> No, he is. He's better. He's a better passer than LeBron was at that age. Debatable. He's he's an infinitely better rebounder than LeBron was. No, he's not. He's
2: infinitely. I don't want to hit it. I don't care. No centers. I don't care. I don't care.
0: LeBron still can't average nine rebounds this damn year. It ain't no goddamn centers. He got fucking AD. I don't care. I don't care. The man six nine two eighty. He's six nine two eighty. Stop that. He's six nine two eighty g. Who's stopping Braun if he fooled? He can't get JaVale, no Javale, Dwight, and Anthony Davis. Don't put them. No, nah, don't put that on them. That man, after that man, Dwight Howard averaging seven to seven. Come on, G. Stop it, G. Seven
3: rebounds off the bench is crazy. G. Trez averaging like nineteen and seven.
0: Zubac is still average nine rebounds. That's Kawhi crazy. still averaging six, seven, and a half still average seven. Stop it. It's Trez did Y'all having a crazy season? Stop it, y'all. And so I- is Luca. Luca averaging thirty nine and nine. What are you talking LeBron about? LeBron James. Yes, <laughs> he better than LeBron James. He is. He's better than LeBron James was at 21. He's literally the best 21-year-old basketball player to ever live. Period. Point blank. End of story. You've never seen a 20-year-old do what this dude is doing. Period. You can go. You can literally Google it. Look up the statistics. You ain't seen it. You haven't seen it. You have not seen it. You have. You, you especially ain't seen a 21-year-old point guard do this other than Magic. And we all know what people say about Magic. Top five. Top ten. All the time. Magic greater than Bron to me. I didn't say better, greater. I'm,
1: gonna, I'm just saying. I'm Go ahead. Get my roster to that.
0: That's crazy. And you, can, you can call it crazy. I've been battling Braun fans for years because he, because y'all overhyped the man. The all man in right, right, the MVP right, conversation this year. And y'all just said the history.
2: all right. I'm
1: year, not. All right, all right. I am not on the LeBron band. Right. I love hate Who's your favorite NBA player? Hey,
3: yeah, yeah, Who 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 does your allegiance... Lied to as far as team and as far as players. I need to know. All right, the Knicks.
1: Please don't why? tell me the Knicks, I'm a Knicks fan.
3: Unfortunately, <laughs> that's. Oh, wait, wait, real quick, real quick, real quick. Actually, why are you a Knicks fan? I'm
1: from New York.
3: You I'm from sorry. New
0: York?
1: Okay, alright, okay. What? We need
0: to pray for you. We want to, to raise in New York.
1: Raise New Yorker. We need to pray, pray for you, Jim. Which borough, if I could ask? Which borough? Brooklyn. I'm a boredom raised Brooklyn. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why you gave, should know. be a
0: Nets fan. Y'all no, at least no, you, no, get, you no, at least no, got, a, you you got, kids, got a better chance.
1: People forget. I know the young kids, Generation Z or whatever you want to call them, or whatever, like they think the Nets have always played in Brooklyn. No, they're from New Jersey originally, and we didn't rock with them. I mean, shout out to Jason Kidd, much respect. Shout out to Marbury when he was out there, but still, we don't Dr. We don't, J, Kenya Martin. Yeah, we're Knicks fans.
3: Yeah, they got
0: their ass beat.
1: If I had my choice, would I be a Knicks fan? No, but here we are. Um, And in terms of favorite player, ooh, in the league currently, I've always been a Mellow girl. Obviously, ooh, I was Mellow. Mellow, Rest in peace, Mamba. Um, That was my guy. Kobe was my guy, but I'm a yeah. hard Mellow fan, have been since he was at Syracuse. Obviously, when he was with the Knicks, that yeah, was a great yeah. time. Um, and I wish, and I hope that we retire a mellow Jersey in the respect.
3: Question. Question. What's your favorite mellow moment as a Nick?
1: Oh, there's so many. Is it really, what is it really, what is it really? really, really, I've actually seen him at the garden play. So I.
0: that don't mean he got moments. Cause (laughs) you've seen that man play.
1: No, but (laughs) when we. You know those the times when Lynn's Sanity was going on, and we had Melo, we had Jr. Smith. You know, the I just want to say, how was Lynn Sanity
0: um, happen if you have Melo? Lynn Sanity would never happen if, if Melo was hurt. Was he was team. hurt. Melo was oh, hurt. He was hurt that year.
1: He was hurt. He was hurt doing the time. But the way that he embraced that moment, it that was a great moment for Knicks basketball, for Knicks history. That was a, that was a really dope moment in time. Like it was short lived, but it was dope. Um, but I mean. I don't know if I have a favorite like Mello mix moment. My favorite Mello's m- Mello moment was probably the Nuggets game where he just laid flat out on the court
3: and I they were stayed
1: around it. Like he couldn't he couldn't breathe or something was going on, and like they would not stop the game. They just so
3: stop the game
1: around it, like which was f- and then also I think it was with the Nuggets where he got that brawl. Where he like sneak that behind from behind. at
3: the garden it was uh oh, I forgot the funny. guy's name we see sneak punch. I forgot his name but uh I think he went to Temple for school I think if I'm not mistaken i forget he the guy's name just sucker
1: punch from behind though and then
3: back yeah. up. <laughs> if I could tell you my favorite mellow moment actually is against the bulls on This Easter. is a goddamn Remember? clip we don't want to talk about Melo, G <laughs> I, 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 I gotta say like no no
0: <laughs> no <laughs> My not- favorite moment was when D Rose dropped however much he dropped in the guard and did this, and Mello was
2: on the yeah, the no,
3: no, 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 no. But it was Easter when um Mello hit those back- bang, the Mike Green bang back to back, and you know when they tied the game and won the game. It was my yeah. favorite Mello moments. Um, Mello um, resurrected,
0: resurrected Jesus. Day. If this is right. and improved, that's what I would have named <laughs> his episode. But, uh, resurrected Jesus. But all right, thank you, Ashley. Go ahead, talk to the people. <laughs> let them know where they can find you at as we get ready to get out of here.
1: Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ash Nicole Moss and keep a lookout for my videos coming your way right
0: here. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate okay. it. You have a great night. All right, Pavi, go ahead. Talk to the people. Let them know what they can find you. Hold on. Wait a minute. Go ahead.
3: Follow me on Twitter at Pavi, or P-A-V-Y, Word. all won't man. Make sure I go check out my new project right now. Um, I just feel like rapping too. Go get that uh, right now on every streaming service that you want to get it on. So, yeah.
0: All right. And as always, my final thoughts of the night is your boy TPJ. Thank you all for joining a new show in L.A. We did not expect this to last an hour, but it lasted an hour. So um, I, I expect the Clippers to actually lose the next game. But I do think that there are tons of encouraging things that I saw today that can carry over and will continue to have and add a carryover effect. So I do look for the next game to be very competitive, but I just don't. Think that the Mavericks are going to quit, and I think that this series will allow the Clippers to win their next series much faster than people, uh, you know, would have expected. Uh, and I think that even kind of seeing the way that the Nuggets and the Jazz have been playing each other, I think that honestly, if I'm the Clippers, I might be looking at my chops right now, thinking, Hey, man, like we can, you know, I mean, let's try to wrap this series up with the Mavs and then let's wait, and then we're going to annihilate whoever. Is in Denver, you know, versus Utah, or they might get complacent, which they tend to do. And if they do get complacent, then that means that they could potentially fall and lose a game. And then if they do lose a game, then obviously, um, then I, you know, this series is going six. And I don't want the Clippers to think that this is sweet and think that Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis can't get hot. They can't get hot. They're both two scoring forces. So I, uh, you know, I guess we'll see. I do actually think the Clippers will pull out the series, but. I think next game, the, you know, Rick Carlisle, I think, is a master of adjustments, a master of adjustments, one of the most masterful coaches of all time at making adjustments. That's the reason why J.J. Barea, Jason Terry, Dirk Nowitzki, Sean Marion, and Tyson Chandler can beat Miami with LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh. So I think we'll see what happens in the next game, but I will say this. I am very, very encouraged for the Clippers, and all they need is for guys to hit shots, and if PG ever decides to get hot, for three, four games, they gonna sweep somebody. So I'll leave you with this last clip of Doc talking about Kawhi playmaking and then I'll get out of here. It's been your boy TPJ. Thanks for watching the new show in LA. Make sure you drop a like on the video, please. Please drop a like if you're watching this video. Do me the biggest favor. If you are watching this video, if you are watching this video, like the video, bro. Don't just click out of this without liking this video, G. You're gonna make me mad, bro. Don't tw- I'm gonna stop answering y'all tweets because y'all put comments in here, but then y'all don't like these videos, and then these videos don't have no likes because y'all too busy dropping comments. Drop a like on this video. This video should have a thousand likes. Drop a like on this video. If you one of these people in this chat room right now and you didn't drop a like, G, the next time I'm I'm a, I'm finna screenshot who in this chat room right now. I'm screenshotting it. I'm screen, Let's let's get some more screenshots. I'm taking it right now. I'm taking the screenshots. So the next time I do a stream, whoever in here that didn't drop a like is not going to get seen no more. Drop a like. Make sure you subscribe. Share a video with your friends. It's been your boy TPJ. I will get up with you later. Have a good night. Stay safe. Peace out. Hey,
2: Buck, is Kawhi one of the most cerebral players you've ever coached? Like, it seems like he could just get to his spot at any time so casually. Yeah, I mean, he's just smart. He, he kind of sees the game. It's amazing. That was a fast-paced game, but for Kawhi, the game is played. You know, he can see the game, even though it's fast, and he goes fast. He's never in a rush. He knows where to go. I thought his playmaking was incredible tonight. Obviously, his scoring, his defense, but I thought his playmaking set the to tone for everybody else.